Harry's Harry's relationship with sorry, I always use girls as an analogy, yeah. <laughs> Harry's relationship with Tottenham is basically like a couple that's staying together just because they got kids. Mm. Like, I don't want to be here. I hate you. I hate you too, bitch. But we got kids together. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna raise these kids together because I don't want to be a single mm-hmm. parent. And that's it. That's the only reason that Harry's there, but we're just there for the kids. <laughs> People, welcome back to another episode of Red Divided. Myself, Tommy. You got Addy here. You got myself, Ham, aka North London is red. North London has always been red, and North London will forever be red. Hi, Chris, and hi to every other Tottenham fan that tunes in and listen and watches us. <laughs> um, Chris has got a, a little anniversary today, so. He apologised that he can't make it. But he did send me a message at half time. like, thank God. Sure. <laughs> he said, sure. He said, thank God. <laughs> thank God that he didn't um, agree to come on. So, um, What, anniversary of them still not being able to beat us at the Emirates or something? Is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's miss, anniversary of his missus. Miss, so. Tottenham gave, gave him a lovely present. <laughs> lovely present. Cool. Well, a nice way to start. How are you boys doing? How's your week? Ade said he has a lot to talk about. I got <laughs> shit to talk about. <laughs> shit to talk about. Oh, oh. Give, United. If United. I can get someone to replace me right now, I'll get someone to replace me. <laughs> I'll get someone to replace me. It's just been a terrible week, man, for us. But let's just start with you guys before we jump on to that. Um, to that other team, to Addy's team. So, um, what were you saying about your performance um, today? Oh no, it was it was it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It's it's the best I've seen us play in in so long. But that's that's football, though, isn't it? And it's a testament to almost life, isn't it? Like never get never let the wins get to your head, and never let the losses get to your heart, kind of. So it's it's a thirty eight game season, isn't it? You're gonna go up, down, up, down, up, down, and we'll, we'll end up where we end up, isn't it? So obviously we started the season three losses. Now we've got three wins on a bounce, and it, it seems like oh my god, happy days. But it's Arsenal. We could easily go and lose to Brighton next week, and then it's international break, and then we're all back to square one again. But in isolation, and taking the game in isolation, that forty-five minutes was—it's the best forty-five minutes I've seen since we beat United. I'm not taking the piss since we beat United at home. When Sanchez, Ozil, and I believe Ramsey scored, and we was like three 0 up at half time against you lot. So I remember Martial was the first time I seen Wayne Rooney play live, and I when can't remember the. Was that? It was. I think it might have been the 2015, 2016 season. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a That's, long time, but that, I'm talking about a 45 minute first half performance, not like a a whole performance. Yeah. But yeah, that 45 minutes today was 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 beautiful, man. It was is everything you needed, isn't it? Press the ball, win the ball first. Pass and move. I mean, look at Aubameyang's goal. It's why you play out from the back. You know, a lot of people don't like it. Me, I'm an advocate for playing out the back. I want my team to play football. Pass it, pass it. And obviously, it don't work all the time. But when it works, that's what you see in a beautiful goal like Aubameyang's one. The Hayland boys come from the academy. Both got a goal and assist. 
Emil Smith Rowe and Saka. And you know it's hard. You know your team played sick when you don't know who the man of the match was. Like Tommy Yashu at right back, fucking amazing. Um, Gabriel, he's the better out of him and Ben White anyway, but he was quality. The two boys that I mentioned, Aubameyang, I've never seen him run so much. I've never seen him close down so much. Martin Odegaard on the ball didn't have a fantastic game, but off the ball in terms of like, I don't think anyone ran more than him. I don't think anyone pressed more than him. And they set the tone. So the front boys set the tone for the others. And Thomas Partey was just a level above anything that was in the middle of the park today. But yeah, it was just a brilliant, it was just a brilliant performance. Right? Second half, we didn't need to do nothing, can it? We didn't need to do nothing in the second. The game was won in the first half. Like the Arsenal of old, didn't it? With Vieira, Henri, Perez, and Lungberg. Beat teams at halftime. You know what, boys? Just enjoy yourself for 45 minutes. <laughs> and that's what, what it was. What do you put that performance down to? Nothing. At one, one is a derby. You like to think the players that play for your club give 100% every week. And yeah, they don't work like that in this life, innit? You don't give 100% at work every day, let's be real. But obviously, if it's a derby, it's a big game, or you've got a report to hand in, <clears throat> or you've got a presentation to do, you're going to give your all, innit? And I think there was just that extra desire. There was that extra desire from our boys, especially we're at home as well. And we don't lose to Tottenham at home. We don't lose to Tottenham at home. So, What's and obviously, like twenty I, games. Yeah, 20, we just. 20. Yeah, 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 we just. Yeah. You don't know what I think about Tottenham. I don't think about them. That's what I think about them. <laughs> like they're they're not they're not they're not a worry to me. They're, I say it all the time they're a nothing club. People think I'm bantering. I'm not bantering. They do nothing. They've won one League Cup since I've been alive. They don't do nothing. They don't threaten me in any way. They might finish above us, but that doesn't equate to trophies. So they don't do nothing. And especially if they're coming to our ground, I don't fear them at all. I was confident last week when we was on there. And it's a perfect performance. Perfect performance. So it could have been that it's a North London derby. And secondly, we're getting our players back, in it? Because if you think about it, that we ended <clears throat> we ended the game with all six of our new signings on the pitch. Mm. And that's the first time we've been able to do that. And obviously, as a manager, you want all your players at your disposal. So all the ideas you're working on with these players, you want to see it bear fruit on a Saturday or on a Sunday, whenever. And I think it was great to see that. I think it was great to see the new players. And yeah, once we put our team together and they play together, like Tom's always said, Tom, you're, you're probably a bigger believer than a lot of Arsenal fans, but you honestly believe that our squad is good enough for top six. Yeah. And if you look at our 11, like the 11 that I said is my favourite 11, and you compare it with other teams' 11, there's not that much difference in, in the terms of us, West Ham, Leicester, Tottenham, Everton. Yo, um, Leicester, West Ham, I mean, sorry, Leicester and, um, as I said, look, I don't want to go back at it. Leicester and Tottenham, yeah, there's not much difference between them. Well, I think you're better than the rest. I'm just being, forget the top four. I can't, I don't see the argument how people keep arguing how West Ham's team is, like, squad is better than Arsenal. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, they're having great moments, uh, but I think a lot people tend to leave and live in a moment that like, you are better than majority of the um, teams in the Premier League. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And we just have to wait and see, you know, whether the team performs or not is a totally different different thing, isn't it? It's like United. We can't say our squad is not good enough. It's just whether the team yeah, performs or not. It's yeah, as simple 100%. as that. Yeah. But, um, and that's it. So you just want to bottle that performance and take it away to Brighton and... Um... Yeah, do the business there. Ben White against his old club, Basuma against Partey. So it's going to be a good game. But, um, yeah, I, I couldn't be any happier from today's performance and win. Cool. Um, Ade, since we don't have um, Chris here today, can you just like, what did you think of the Spurs' performance? First, I think Spurs got issues. They got issues. I think everything's against them, right? 
They've got the issue with the manager. I thought, to be honest, I thought the summer was a joke because every two days there was a new person being yeah. with them. Yeah, and yeah. That, that doesn't bode well for whenever you do hire somebody. It was just like a, a rotating will. I remember when Gattuso got linked to them, I just thought, you're done out here. <laughs> you're absolutely done. You might as well just call anyone. And then obviously they settled um, ex-Wolves manager and obviously started off the season well. But it's one of those ones that I don't think they're a terrible team, right? But I think they're fine margins and like football's fine margins. Like they did well against C and then they did well a half against like Chelsea. Like it's yeah. fine margins. So I don't think they're like miles away, but I think the issues that they have are not going to let them like do very well. So you're probably looking at like seventh, eighth if they don't fix something. Because I still rate like the players they have. I still think they have very good players, especially like attacking and like the players on the whip as well. All them Bergwijn, Son, Lucas. They've got they've got Luca, Lucas. Even I really like that um, Brian, Gale. Brian Hill. Yeah, Brian, that, Gale, yeah. Brian Hill guy. So they've got interesting players. You would like to think they're going to improve, but to be honest, the manager might be gone before that starts. Because, yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't imagine they lose a couple more that he's still going to be there. But, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. They need Kane to start firing. They just need to sort out a few things. I think they're still a good team capable of winning matches, but they need to sort some shit out. Over the last couple of weeks, yeah, I feel like, just, I was watching them today, I feel like Kane has been made a scapegoat of what's been going wrong. But I watched them today, and I think I said this last week, Today's performance just solidified exactly what I was saying because they're pretty much non-existent in the middle of the park. And I said that last week. Oiberg was probably playing there by himself. And even him, he was so deep, he would have probably thought he was playing with the centre-backs. So there was like, so every time Arsenal break through that front line of Spurs, Saka or Emerson Rowe had a free pass. They could pretty much run... Um, to the other end we might not, not getting challenged so their issue is that middle of the park and I think the problem is Ndombele he doesn't want to be there so like you have to question the manager why he's using him he might as well not be on the pitch today he made one good pass in the first half and apart from that he, did, he didn't even exist I thought Dele Ali was worse than him though yeah no Dele no, don't, bro you're, you're taking away my mouth. Don't, yes, don't let me get yeah, to that. That was the Such next. That's, a, that's the next one I was going because I was actually going to bring this to Adi because that's what I was getting with yeah. getting to. Because Dele, Dele to me was a wonder kid. Like you know when you talk yeah. about wonder kids. Like I've been. I remember when Liverpool were linked to Dele, and we're talking about years. But ago. he was he was sixteen at Milton Keynes. He was bossing. yeah. Mm. I was telling Tommy that if he goes to Liverpool, I'll just die. Like Liverpool, <laughs> I'll I'll just die. But then he ended up going to Tottenham. And I just thought, the, the, like, this boy has everything. Like, he, the world is in his palms. But he's just dropped off. And it just shows you the difference between those he that was put their heart. Them. They put their heart in, in, into, their, yeah. into, their, the, into their craft. You got dragged and off at half time. And it's been yeah. happening. It's not a new thing. It's not a new yeah. thing. Yeah. It's not a new thing. It's not a new thing because yeah. he's like... Um, because if you're watching a documentary when Marina had a conversation with him, and it's clearly told him, you need to work harder in training you have to work harder and 
obviously Menino dropped in. Some blame a little boost, a little yeah. boost, some glimpses, and then yeah, gone again. And then and he just gone again. Is yeah, he's just he was horrible today. Him and that and Double and Double just doesn't care to be honest with you because. We had this we had this argument. I think I can't remember. This was probably one of our first recordings. When remember when they didn't run back, and I was yeah, like yeah. minimum requirement, mm. and we was talking about oh it's a different league and it's a Joss. He was doing exactly the same thing today. Like he would just allow him play just to run past him. He's not one attempting to try and run back or get the ball off them. He's he, well, as I said, he doesn't want to be there, and that's the, that's probably the issue when a player wants to go. And you don't sell him, and you when well, you're constantly still playing him because if you think about it, there's two players on that pitch that they want to be playing for Spurs this season, and that's Kane yeah. and then Double Like I'm not saying Kane's like as much as you want to say I'm going to be professional, but you're not going to be as dedicated as you used to be. Yeah, of course not. So it's not. like, and obviously Daniel Levy now is that how are you gonna how are you gonna get 150 million for him now? Bro. Mm-hmm. Harry Harry's relationship with sorry I always use girls as an analogy yeah <laughs> Harry's relationship with Tottenham is basically like a couple that's staying together just because they got kids mm. like I don't want to be here I hate you I hate you too bitch but we got kids together <laughs> and we're going to raise these kids together because I don't want to be a single parent and that's it that's the only reason that Harry's there but we're just there for the kids <laughs> just there for the kids you saw his, you saw his performance today you saw his performance yeah. today he tried, but it weren't enough. And, what, and you're yeah. right, Tom. And you're right, Tom. What was behind him was non-existent. So he had no platform to play off anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. But then again, we had. But then again, the thing that we done today that we didn't do against Chelsea, and obviously Partey wasn't playing, is we had two. We had a screener in there, so there was no balls coming into the, their front line. You can't get. You wasn't. You wasn't. They wasn't getting the ball past Partey and Saka. It'd have to go wide. And my fullbacks. Was amazing today. You, me, and Ade's child, Kieran Tierney, was quality. And Ade, we might have a younger brother in Tommy Ashu because he might even be, <laughs> yeah. he might even be just as lit. He might be just as lit. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just it. Was, yeah, the poor thing. And the manager obviously came out at the end, admitting that he's got it wrong. I think I, lo- I, I, lo- I love Nuno's interview after. Yeah, yeah, because he's probably yeah. I love that too because he was open and honest, and he he's pretty much trying to say, look, I probably got the wrong personnel out there, and I think he's right. He said he's got a tactic. And he's he's probably sent the wrong person out, out there to um, carry out whatever plan he's got. And he's like, obviously he's saying, yeah, my tactic might be wrong, but the guys that was trying to um, implement execute, it. yeah, mm. when when they were not good enough, what mm. pretty much in the sense he didn't want to like pick out individual. What we know is Dele Alli because he's obviously taking them off at half time. Yeah, because I, I honestly I didn't know what the hell Dele Alli was to do. Dele is going to end up in like the championship or something or bro, like, lower league, Premier League. No, I think I think he's still playing. I think he's still playing the Prem. Someone will take him. But he'll end up at like Everton or Crystal Palace. Yeah, so he'll like, just he'll just stay. Yeah, he'll stay in the Prem. Yeah. But the problem is, we've seen players like that, right? Drop from the higher tier teams into a team like Everton, Crystal Palace, and not do well, mm. and then their career, even at those teams, mm-hmm. like fall off. They just end up on the bench, and it's just such a shame because the talent that boy. Yeah. Had, oh no. It's, it's, but then it's to to, to um to his defense, um Leslie was talking today. Um Leslie, did you, I'm not sure if you guys watched. Yeah, it. yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. So Leslie was um Leslie King, by the way. I was um he was basically saying that where he's been playing all this while is not a midfielder. Dele's best position is behind the striker. That's where he wants to play. That's where you get the best out of Dele. Dele, you don't really get the best out of Dele um, in a building up play. 
he wants to be running in behind the strike to get into positions um, for that, so that um, the defenders will find it hard to pick him up. And if he does get into those positions, you know he has the quality to finish it. That's the that's his best position. Which I but, agree. But yes. he, he's also has the ability to play as a midfielder. One million percent. He also I was just, I was, I was just going to say that a bit. He yeah, definitely, then, yeah. He got, I think what it is, I think you're definitely right. He has the ability, but it's more convenient. because he's done so well in that role under Poch. I don't think he's, he's developed his game. He's just always thought that's how he's going to play. And we've yeah. talked about that number 10 role being non-existent. Now he's, he's a second, he's a second yeah. striker, isn't it? He? He's a second yeah, striker. He, he hasn't developed his overall game. He's basically just relied on that position for so long, and he's got to remember when That's he was shame. there, he had the quality behind him to that like Ericsson. We talked about Ericsson two weeks ago. He had Ericsson to deliver the balls. He had Ericsson operating right behind him. So if he goes. You have the quality behind you, but now you don't. You don't have that quality behind yeah, you. But he used to do all these things when he was at MK Dons. That's what, like he had all these attributes. It was very similar to Bellingham. He played like Jude, exactly. Yeah, you took the, word, you took the words very, out of my mouth. Very similar to Bellingham. And Bellingham's yeah. what what makes him amazing was that you look at Bellingham when he was younger and just like this guy can play as a four, he can play as an eight, he can play as a ten. Oh, that's, yeah, why wears, that's, why, that's why he wears that's why he wears number twenty two. That's why he wears <laughs> number twenty two. And literally Dilly was like that. Then he own the midfield, the centre midfield. So even if you started playing number 10 for a few years, you can't drop off. Like, if, okay, you've been playing number 10 for a few years. If they move you back into centre midfield, I'll expect you to still be an average Premier League midfielder, mm. not a League 2 midfielder. But then would you put that to him, not developing his game, or with the coaches that was around him? Let him, to let him know, like, look, you can do more than just be. In. Nah, I put it to him. I put it to him. I put it to him. Like, I can't. We can't. Like, I can't blame coaches for for everything. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, we're big people responsible for your own lives. Yeah, your own lives, and you know what you are. You know what you came up as, and you know you need to be versatile. It's like in your career, you keep tabs of what the developments are are happening. If you stand yeah. still you're gone, right? Because things are going to change, mm. right? In your career, if maybe technology is becoming more important, you retrain and figure out what you're doing. As a footballer, you see what's happening. You can see the positions that are falling out of, out of favour. So you need to stay on your toes. You need to stay on your toes. And it's not like we're talking about going from a number 10 to a right back. Mm-hmm. We're going from number 10 <laughs> to centre midfield. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. the biggest change in the world. Yeah. And we've seen it from other players, right? So, and he's still at a decent age to be able to carry out, yeah, carry out um, the requirements of in the middle of the park. Like we've seen, like top midfielders, we've seen Stevie do it all. And and the perfect example you use is Jude. Really, what Jude is doing now is what he came out as MK done. So, um, for England, we don't even remember, Dilly. I I forget. No, no, every time I, I mean, it's not just today. Today just solidified. His performance of the last few weeks, and I think Ham touched on it. The fact that I think I think you said it, Ham, that the wins is just um, cover, covering up the cracks yeah, yeah, that yeah, were yeah, there yeah, 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 at yeah, Spurs yeah. because they haven't really been playing that great. Let's be honest. They played six but, games this season. I know they played a forty-five minutes well, and what? Yeah, and it's just yeah the performance. And I think the the biggest they've got big issues. Because even the defence is not great. Let's let's be real. The defence is shite. 
it's, 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 it's horrible at the moment. But that middle of the park, it needs to get the balance right. He can't play. The thing is, he might have to drop Delhi because if he plays Delhi, he needs to understand that he has to. In, he has he to. Has it. He, he, he needs a creative, creative midfielder behind him. And if he's playing, he can't. Him and a double, it just does not work. It was so horrible to watch that. And I'm not trying to take credit away from Arsenal because it's Arsenal's like. Yeah, we were brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Arsenal we were, were brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can't they put two centre midfielders that aren't going to do any work. That, exactly. Look, that one's madness. That one's just pure madness. Bro, like, but you've got to think about it. That's, that's, that's why I keep saying football is fine margins and it's so fragile because it's the same 11 that he put out against Chelsea that give Chelsea problems that Tuchel had to change his system at half time. He's played in Dombele and Ali, and that was a very good first... 25 minutes was a very, very good 25 minutes of Tottenham. So how Chelsea. you mentioned that, life is quite interesting, right? Because even us as amateur players, there's some days you wake up and you're just not on it. And I was literally thinking about this yesterday, so it's funny, it comes up, like, some days you're just not on it. Mm-hmm. And as amateurs, it, it doesn't make the biggest issue if you're not on it that day. But in a professional game... Yeah, you have to be bang on, you you have to be have bang on it every day. The manager's seen you and chosen you in the squad. So you can't wake up that morning and be like, mm, yeah, it, it just can't happen. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just, I mean, the, coach, the coaching has got to take response. The manager's got to take responsibility too, which he did anyway because... Yeah, he made that change. We, like, we're going to move on to United in a bit. Me, me and you, Adi, always um, emphasise on this Pogba being on the left all the time. It can't always work. The certain games it will work. It will work putting him on the left and certain games like it just it's not worth putting him on the left. So... That's worked in the first half against Chelsea. Chelsea's made one substitution in the second half and destroyed you. Mm. What do you think Arsenal's going to do? You know what I'm saying? You're going to come out and do the same thing. As much as we're saying Arteta is an experience, whatever it is, what do you think Arsenal's going to do? Yeah, he's not stupid. What do you think Arsenal's going to do? Chelsea's made one substitution and they absolutely blew you out last week. Pause. <laughs> 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 what, what? What do you think Arteta is going to do? Arsenal not gonna, stupid. Come on, like he's he's got to just he's got to take responsibility there, man. You have to change it up. You're not going to come use the same old formation, same players when Arsenal just realised what Chelsea did to you in the second half. Because Chelsea could have scored five or six in that second half. Uh, no, but, 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 but as as a new manager, in his defence, he's got to keep the players on side, isn't it? So if he's played Ali and Dombele and they're giving him 45 minutes, it might not have been great. He yeah. can't just not... He could. He's a new manager. He's probably not just going to change it. Wholesale changes, isn't and it? They don't have that many options. in the Yeah. Of so he's just going to say, I'm going to bottle up that 45 minutes and if I can get that again against Arsenal, mm-hmm. we stand a good chance because it's, it's Arsenal, isn't it? It's not like we're, it's not like we're not Chelsea, isn't it? We've, just, we've, scraped, we've scraped two 1-0 wins against Norwich and Burnley. So if, they tell, if Tottenham can put in that 45 minutes they put in against Chelsea and then get, put it against us, they have a very good chance of beating mm-hmm. us. They just come up against a team today that was full of legs. I haven't seen us run so much in a, on and off the ball. And that's what, fo- that's what football is about. Forget, forget tactics, forget analysis, forget pundits, fuck all that shit. Let's just strip it down to the basics. If you are going forward, that's what pissed me off when I play centre middle people. If you are running forward as fast as you can, then dickhead, run back as fast as you can. You, look at our, you, see, you see our first goal. You see Heuberg when he, they're going forward. Do you see when he's going back? He's not sprinting back. And that's the basis of football. You can't win a football match like that. If, 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 if like, let's say Fred and McTominay are playing centre mid and Fred says, I'm going to go and press everybody and McTominay says, I'm going to sit. Do you know how big that vacuum is in the midfield? They have to be in sync. And that's the one thing that I will give Arteta and the boys 
credit for today, we was in sync with everybody. The, the centre mids and the centre back were close to each other. And my full backs tucked in when they needed to. Saka and Smith Rowe, who were both wide, stayed right when we were attacking and tucked in. So there was a synergy there. But you look at Tottenham and they just look like there's 11 players out there and they're yeah. just going play. No, it, just, it was horrible. Honestly, it was horrible to watch. Like you, they mainly like they still got great players in there, and they made, yeah. made them, Arsenal made them look so ordinary. Yeah. It was unreal. Like so, I felt sorry for Son. Like you don't deserve to be in this squad. Like Kane, obviously we know you won out, but people just got to understand. As much as you say he's going to be professional, it's not going to be as complete as he was. Like you got two players there starting, and bear in mind, let it will say two and a half. But Delhi almost wanted to leave last year, mm. so just Den- not, not even a player at the moment. Yeah, like, he's, not he's, he's a shadow because. When I say I used to love Dilly, it was mad. But he's just a shadow of himself now. Yeah. Shadow. It just yeah, like it'll be interesting to see what Spurs do going forward, but they're in trouble. Nothing. They're, they're, they they'll, yeah. they'll do nothing. They'll do nothing. They're in trouble. Um yeah. they'll just do absolutely nothing. to um other side of England, up to the north. <laughs> From North London Derby to the north of England. Where are we um, going, though? Are we going to Aston Villa or are we going to Manchester? Aston Villa like, is the Midlands. The Midlands. Okay. Are we so, going to the Midlands uh, first? Or are we going up north, north? <laughs> north, north. Because Ade is part of the country. <laughs> I told you years ago that I don't support United no more. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just still on this podcast just to fill space, isn't it? Ah... <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's three losses out of four, boys, man. What the three fuck is going on, four. bro? What's what's going on? You got you got the greatest player in the world. What's going on? Yeah, so it's and I'll just go first to be honest with you. Um before I they go. It's just that I don't want it's it's gonna be the same old thing. It's gonna be repetitive. Same thing we said last week. What what happened we I think we beat West Ham. People are a very good team against West Ham midweek. We were playing West Ham's second team, and somehow we managed to F it up. Come Saturday, we lose to Villa. It's just poor, man. Honestly, like I don't really want to address that League Cup performance because um, I didn't watch much of it. I was actually funny enough. I was at Emirates. Um, I took a family friend that supports Arsenal to um, watch the <laughs> League Cup game, um, so I didn't watch that. But yesterday's game. It's just, why have this much firepower if you're not going to make the most of it? And I think at the beginning of the season, had the, you were talking about how you feel like we're going to score a lot of goals. Mm, that's what well, I thought. We're not scoring a lot of goals. And he's sacrificing those goals to use two um, defensive midfielders. Mm. But then we're still conceding goals. So what is it? Like, I can understand if you're committed to scoring goals and we're losing 3-2, um, 4-2, 4-3, whatever it is, we're losing like by a goal or two or conceding a lot. I can understand mm-hmm. that. We can start to say, okay, you know what? It's because now we understand what you mean about using two defensive midfielders. But we're not scoring goals. Mm-hmm. We're not doing either. We're still conceding. We haven't we kept one clean sheet and we should have never kept a clean sheet in that. Yeah, game. yeah, that was a lie. It was a false, false clean sheet. We should have never kept a clean sheet. And bear in mind, we haven't played any difficult teams. That's the worst part of it. Teams that we've lost to, we should be beaten. At worst, maybe get a draw. It's about to get real sticky for us right now. 
because you next... seen, you've seen, you've seen lots <laughs> next of runner 10. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next ten of games, it's about. I'm not gonna be on this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna be here every week. I'm gonna be <laughs> here every week. <laughs> it's about to like it's about to be a problem because yeah, this is when you this is when you step up in it. Yeah, like oh let's hope so, man. But you know what? It's you got big looks, you got big players, yeah. man. You gotta step up. At this rate, I know obviously I'm just I'm talking in the moment, it's still a long way to go. Let's just get the top four. That's what's in my mind right now. At this rate, that league, and a lot of people, I feel like people always ask me the questions: uh, Why don't you think you want you win the league? Um, I don't know why they always expect me to say anything different. It's always the same answer for me. It's the manager. That's why I don't think we're going to win the league. He's been there for like this is his third year, right? Full season, right? It's been there for um. Yeah, it's gonna be three and a half years in December. Three and a half years in December. So yeah. this, this is his third full season. Is why has there not been improvement? What improvement is there apart from like um, bringing back a, a, a good throw factor at Old Trafford? What else is there? Like, and let's, let's be if he was to weigh it up, he's good and bad. His bad outweighs his good. Let's be honest, he hasn't delivered what okay, look. All right, so what, what is success for Manchester United? It's obviously them making money and winning trophies, right? Yeah. We've, 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 oh, um, is there anything else I should add to that? Money and winning trophies and winning the league. We're yeah, with, with or without Oli, we're going to make money. And, yeah, we haven't won a trophy, and we haven't made one, anything under him. And you've been financially the back to you. You've got more backing than the last three managers. We had so why is it? What is what's different about him that they're constantly sticking to this manager? Why do they keep sticking to this manager? And honestly, well, I'm telling you now. I just, I keep saying it time and time again. I hope he can prove me wrong. I said this from the first time we started this podcast. I do not see us winning anything under this manager. I said it. I'm like I'm not just saying it now. I've said it since they gave him his new contract. I mean, his contract when they extended his contract after the um, the um, the temporary one. I just do not see us winning anything with him, and I don't want to obviously go on on about the manager. Everyone knows how I stand and where where I stand with the manager, but it's just not good enough to be honest, man. And I just don't know what's going to happen next. Like honestly, I don't. Even Villarreal game, I should be confident going to that. I'm not sure whether we'll win that or not. <laughs> honestly, don't know. But but in in um. Just, just for a different argument, though. If what do you think, Oli was the reason why you lost the Villa at home yesterday, though? Because, um, because I'm talking about let's take the game in isolation. Let's try to take the game in isolation. Yeah. Was it the manager's fault as to why you lost at home? In terms uh, of like, the, the the issue is now, yeah, is we can always like we can go into each individual game and just dissect reasons why we lost, and and it's not always going to be the manager. But ultimately, where we are now with him, we have to put things into perspective and like, holistically, we have to think what is going on because we're, we're not in a position where we can start dissecting each game. Okay, this is that person's fault. We want to win the league now. So we're looking at things as a whole now. Where, where is the issue? We've got all the players in now. We can't now be that. Like, I understand the first couple of seasons, 
okay, look into each individual game. How, why did we lose it? Or oh, this player made a mistake. That player made that, made that mistake. I understand that. But now, I don't think I'm looking into, into each individual game thinking, how did we lose it? That's that, like the manager should be going into that, into games and saying, how did we lose this game? And then try and rectify it in the next game. But it's been doing that for two to, two to three years now. Um, a lot of the times we say that it's the players, the players, the players, but the players, every, year after year, the players keep getting better. And we're at the stage now that the only issue that we all agreed on is that is that centre of the park that we have issues in. And everyone have their own issue. Man City have their own issue. Man City ain't got strikers. Chelsea have their own issue. Chelsea, defensively, individually, they're not, we've talked about this, they're not great, but together, they're solid. Liverpool have their own issue. Liverpool don't have the depth in their team. Everyone has their own issues. So look, but I can't speak on individual games anymore. I think I'm tired of just going and looking at individual games. Okay, or Justin Lingard made a mistake in this game. Or Ari Maguire got injured. That's why we, we lost. We can't keep looking at each individual game. It's, it's just, it's a broken record. We can't keep doing that. It's now time, because we want to win trophies now. That's where we're at. We're not a building process no more. We're an established team ready to win a trophy. So if you're ready to win a trophy, we can't look to each individual game. So, okay, start playing out players. Okay, this player didn't do this. And maybe that player shouldn't be playing. Maybe the manager should make the decision that that player should not be playing. It's the, like, the manager's got everything at his disposal now. Go and make it work. Oh, hey, bro. Hey, you say that, day. Eh? <laughs> nah, yeah, you know what? As I said last week, I don't want to keep coming on and talking about um, Ole. But obviously, before the pod, I was we were talking about his credentials. And I was like, what's different? What was different in Ole's credentials when he joined United from, is it Daniel Falker? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah Daniel Falker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, Norwich, the Norwich manager, basically. Yeah, the Norwich manager. Yeah. There's no difference. Literally, no difference. Right. And you wouldn't make him manager of Manchester United. And, and it, it starts to show, like, obviously, not everything's his fault. So the, the League Cup game, I watched the first half, then I fell asleep during half time. But in the first half, the first thing I, the thing I noticed is that we had a lot of the ball, but we just kept passing it from the right to the left, like around the 18-yard box, right to the left, right mm-hmm. to the left. And there was just no penetration. And I just thought to myself, like, obviously, you're going to change something. You're going to realise that, okay, these players are doing okay, but something needs to be changed. But wake up and realise that we actually lost the game. So nothing was sorted. And it's going to keep happening where we've just, we've got the ball. Like, I'd say we had more, like, of the game against Villa, but they keep getting chances, right? If you're not scoring, we've got options. You need to make a decision. You need to be ruthless. I'm not getting any of that from him. The defence that we're meant to be sorting out, everyone has chances against us. It is for fun. So, I don't know. And we've got the team. Like, no one's going to say that we don't have the team that's capable of doing what we're meant to do. So, it leaves... It leaves <clears throat> somebody's not making the right decisions. Like, um, Tom's been on this Pogba playing on the left for time. And... The way I look at it is something has worked doesn't mean it's right. 
right? Just because him on the left has worked out well in a couple of games doesn't mean that's the right thing to do. Because ultimately, we've got how many dynamic players that can play in that position? Then you're now going to take Pogba out of the centre of the park, put him there, and then stop dynamic players out on the wing. And leave, San- and leave Sancho on the bench. Sancho, who, who inevitably needs minutes. Bro. So, bro. It does, it does Think go. about that. Hal. Think <laughs> about that. And that's what fans don't really get, right? Because the amount of times I've heard Sancho's name this week, I, I, I wanted to lose my mind. I wanted to lose my mind. I was like, you know what? We're five weeks in. The guy still needs to come, adjust, all of this stuff. And you still need minutes. You still need minutes. And that's what annoys me when them all them matter come on. And they say, oh, this is why you don't play. Bruh, I haven't played in 18 weeks. You just want to <laughs> yeah. come onto the pitch and perform. Trust me. How's, how's Sancho meant to get integrated? How's he meant to build up his confidence? And you know how social media is. They just start attacking him from straight. So now he's not touching the pitch. Because I hear all these comments. He hasn't performed since he moved. And I'm like, did he come to us in 1964? Has he been there that long? And how are you going to expect these people to perform when now they're just having to deal with all the pressure on their heads from these commentators? It's, it's difficult. Yeah. yeah, it's difficult. I just... Anyway, once upon a time. I'm, I'm not even... Can't that. <laughs> I well, you know, I love, I love, just a last point on it before we move on is that I know me and Adi always talked about... Well, I just, me and Adi have been quite consistent with Oli's situation. We've been very consistent and we we have a lot of arguments because I have like um not just my United fans and I have like Arsenal fans, a lot of fans just um always arguing against, saying that Oli is the right man. Tyre, for example, Tyre's an Arsenal fan, he even messaged me last during the week about I think after listening to a podcast, he always he still messaged me about Oli. But the problem is, Ham, is that everything, all the arguments that this that all these people have made for Oli. Nothing has changed. So, <laughs> you get what I mean? I can understand if something has changed. You made a lot of arguments and points for him. Nothing has changed. And everything that me and Ade have said, or a lot of um, fans that are against Oli have said, is still existing. So, it's like, how do you expect us to, like, buy... Um, how do you expect us to accept that Oli's the right man? And how will you not change your mindset? Like, are you just saying it for the fun of saying it now? Because everything, you're, all the arguments you've made, but United still making the same errors. Nah, but the people that love Ole, love Ole. There's nothing changing from that. The people that love him, love him. <laughs> There's nothing. Like, like, I couldn't understand. As I said, and I've said it time and time again, I want to be proven wrong. Do you know what I mean? And I'll be the first to come up here and say, oh, I've got it wrong. This guy's won a trophy. But... I, what I don't want is keep, people keep telling me or say, admit he's it, made a good decision or he's made this substitution. He's made, bro, what's, that's his job. Yeah, people like, look at everything singly. I'm talking about yeah, my, like, so, my discussions are in a group. Take 10 games, take half a season, but they'll be like, no, he did this like, one. Like, if I'm not going to be praising a guy for making one good decision in like in 10 match or 15 matches or making one... Like, come on, like, last week, for example, like, yes, like, I think it brought a matter. I think Rio spoke about this, you spoke about it this time, yeah. Or matter, like, give him credit. Well, Matic, Matic, yeah, sorry, Matic, yeah. sorry, Matic. Yeah, yeah. Matic, yeah, Lingard, but, but if, if you think about it, let's be honest. Think about it. 
that Matic substitution, was it really an attacking substitution? No, it wasn't. Matic substitution was a defensive substitution, but Matic somehow find a great pass to um, Lingard. That's great. That's great. Like, but you, Oli didn't sit on the bench and think, oh, Matic can really create something for us up top. He didn't think that. He brought him on because, oh, let's hold on to a point if we're not going to win the game. That's his, that must have been his thought process. Obviously, we don't know what he's thinking, but that must have been mm-hmm. his thought process. So it's like, I don't want to give him credit just for one game or like individual moments. I want to give him credit for his whole reign at United. And at the moment, I've got nothing to give him. Like nothing to show. Like we haven't won the trophy. And the, and he's, and the two managers before him have won the trophy. Yeah. And, and as simple as that, and and I'm just sorry, one last thing before you move yeah, on. No, and no. You, you talk about this with Spurs, like you said, you say it every week with Spurs, like you don't mind where Spurs finish on the table and shit like that. They might finish on top of Arsenal, but they're not winning shit. That's yeah, us now, right? Yeah, that's us. Them, that's basically us. <laughs> so why should why should we credit that? Yeah, if nothing. you're abusing Spurs for doing that, why should we credit that? No, no, you guys still win stuff though, man. We you know the... what we want under him. Why are we what, credit? Oh, him? We win. What do we win? Well, under yeah, him, under him. Yeah, you, yeah, you won, yeah, you've won that's And this is yeah, my point. Why should why should we credit him? Why yeah. why are we going to credit him if he if he hasn't done that for us? No one I, single calling cop for us. I mean, it's, what was it? Um, Charlie Shaw, whatever they call it, for us to smile about. Yeah, no, it's it's a difficult one, man. But I just feel like people are just arguing for him just for the fun of it. I I don't see the logic in it anymore. No, I just, I just think the divide will be there, innit? The divide between Oli out and Oli in will be there. And I, I respect I respect both parties, innit? I respect the people yeah. that say Oli out. Because I get it. I get where you lot are coming from. But I also get the people like Rio, my bridge and junior, like a lot of Marvel United fans who are like, nah, bro, like, I'm happy with, with Oli. I think that steady progress is better than up, down, up, down. I think United are on the incline rather than a decline. So And the football is much better to watch than it was ever underneath Mourinho and Van Gaal. I think the players definitely enjoy the manager, and I think that's a big factor. We have to factor in how do the players feel about the manager that's managing them, that they're on the training pitch with day in, day out. And I think every single one of them players, may, obviously, like you said, we don't know their mind, but every single one of them players, I would like to believe, probably prefer being managed and coached by Oli rather than Mourinho and Van Gaal. So there's, th- there's those factors as well. Yes, he hasn't won a trophy, but like I've always said, I'm, I'm a neutral from the outside looking in. I 100% prefer watching United. I, it got so bad underneath those managers. I didn't even care to banter United because the football was so bad. And I think, like you said, that, that feel-good factor that he's brought back is definitely another factor that's in his favour. Him being a United boy is definitely in his favour. And then the only thing you, we can point at is to say, OK, he hasn't won a trophy. So if we're going to judge him on that, then yeah, the only out campaign can easily say he ain't won a trophy, get him out. And that's cool. And what do you do? You get another manager in. And I think the board have said, we're not going to do that. We're going to stick by this guy. We're going to give him the players this year. And we're going to see how it works out. He's got Ronaldo. He's got Bruno. He's got all the players you can think of this year. So this mm. year, this season, this season now, if he doesn't do anything at all, you've already, you've already lost, you've already won out of one cup. He's only got three more opportunities now. The league, which I don't think you'll win, regardless who the manager I don't think you'll win that because your midfield just isn't good enough. So then he's got the Champions League or the FA Cup, in my opinion, to get... But then again, if he does do that, yeah, that's a question I'll throw back to you lot. Let's say he does win an, an FA Cup, yeah? 
you guys still want him in the job because he's won a trophy now. Because your argument is he hasn't won a trophy. He wins a trophy. Does he still stay in the job? No, but our argument has never been a trophy. We just never thought he was good enough. Yeah, he wasn't good enough to win a trophy, though. Not good enough for what, though, I did. Not good enough to win a trophy. Because no, that's just, what you want. No, I don't think he's good enough to take us to the, to the levels of win the league, competing with the league. On, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not, he's not right. good enough to win a trophy. It's still the fundamental no, argument. No, no, it's different. It's different because you can win like the FA Cup once or the League Cup once but and not be competing for the league. Portsmouth won the FA Cup and we don't know where they are now. Right? So winning a trophy and being there competing for the top honours are to- two totally different things. Yeah, that's what I was going to throw it back to see because yeah, obviously it's, it's, I hear what you're Champions, saying. He wins Champions League or Premier League. My 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 um perspective changed totally. I'll I'll give him the time. Whatever the board wants to do, I'll give him time. And it and just depends on the fashion that we do it too. But he wins one of those for me. I would say that but FA Cup is not good enough for me because we should have won the FA Cup, the um League Cup, um the Europa League, all this well. If we're struggling to win that, but this is all hypothetical, right? And I just, I can't, bro. I cannot envision us lifting up one of the big trophies with this guy. I'm, I'm just being real, bro. I just can't. And I really hope I'm wrong. But we just got, we just got to see how this season plays out, innit? We, we that... say that every season, Ham. No, I'm we saying say this season. season. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm saying this season because of the personnel that he has. He hasn't had any. He hasn't had personnel this good. He hasn't had personnel this good since he's been there. Actually, number, I was gonna so, like so. The, sorry to cut you off. So you mentioned the players, right? Um, with the players is yes, he's got the players on the side now, right? But how long can it possibly take before the players start losing faith in his old project? Because as much as you got the players on the side, Pogba don't want to sign a new contract. He's obviously not believing in that project anymore. How long can can it possibly take? That that predated Oli though. That predated Oli. Yeah, Pogba. Yeah, but, not yeah, but, yeah, but he's he's got yeah. So he's now come in. If Paul is believing in the project, why would he want not want to stay? Or if if we won a, a couple Premier League, I mean, won, won a Premier League or something. I don't know, and I don't know whether Pogba would change his mind. I don't know what the deep issue is, but from what we know, right. It's probably is his ambition, right? It, that's, yeah, he, that's wants he wants out. He wants out because he wants to win stuff. That's what we're guessing. But how long is, can you have the players on side for? Because if you think about it, you have this manager that has led you on to work. He's made, he's made you feel good, gave you confidence that you can play at the highest level and you're playing at your best. Like, credit to him. But you keep believing in what he's doing and nothing has come off, come out of it. Like you, you, you're going to start questioning decisions, thinking that no, we can't win with this guy. Like Ericsson, for example, like not Ericsson loved playing other Poch, but Ericsson wanted to go and win a trophy because Poch wasn't getting him anything. They loved playing for Poch, they loved the football they were playing for Poch. Same thing with Kane, like obviously the Kane's had a different manager, but they can't stay there for too long. This player is like wants to win the big trophies. The Sancho didn't come to United not to win the big trophies. The Rashford wants to win the big trophies. Who else is there? There's so many players there that wants to win the big trophies. Ronaldo didn't just come to United just to like not just to chill and retire. They want to win the big trophies. So what happens if they don't win it? I mean, this players will want out. And I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> they will want out. So we then we'll start we have to start all over again. 
Yeah, I think I think I think Man United the board that rolled that dice though. I think it's I think it's a dice they rolled and they're gonna see how it pan, how it pans out. You got Ronaldo for two years, they'll probably keep Oli in play. I can't see them getting rid of Oli. Fun honestly speaking, I don't unless it gets bad, bad like you lot lose ten in a row or something mad. <laughs> I think Oli's their guy and they're gonna stick with him and they're gonna be happy with that steady progress. Oli's at the wheel, man. Oli's at the wheel. Anything's possible, man. <laughs> you guys are still level on points with City and Chelsea, main main rivals, and Liverpool only are point ahead of you. So if you're if you if you if you're the board looking at it, you you obviously you guys are fans in it, cool. But if you're the board looking at it, you're thinking, I don't know what these people are talking about. No, but then they have to sack the board, <laughs> right? Because everyone else is tough teams. Like every every accumulation of points, you have to look at the context. Everyone, everyone's played everyone, isn't it? Everyone's played everyone. Top, the, top three, the, the top three, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just chilling there. <laughs> we ain't played no one. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible, man, but hey, we'll see what they do. Like, I just said, Ham, I don't think the board is going to change their mind. So we just, I, I'm just, I'm just not going to expect anything. And that works out better for me rather than getting sucked in again, expecting a lot from the team and they're not letting me down, so I'm not winning is overrated down. anyway, bro. Winning, <laughs> so. Um, just moving on to like the city and Chelsea game. What are you guys' thoughts on city? Um, being Chelsea away from home, brilliant, brilliant performance, brilliant performance, absolutely brilliant performance from them. I think for me, Pep, Pep needed that as much as Pep says it's not him that's playing on the pitch against Tuchel. He's for me, he's the best manager in the world. It's not nice to lose three. Back to back to back against <laughs> against Thomas Tuchel, who's just come into the league. So I think he needed that, but it was the way they won for me, and that's why, like I said, I I still have them as favourites. I still think they'll win the league. I do rate Chelsea a lot, but I still think City, and I think that performance is almost like a statement performance. Wait a minute, are you changing right. your mind again? Because last no, time I, no, I, no, I had no. Remember, you you two you two chose Chelsea, and then you asked me, Ham, do you want to change your mind? Change, yeah, change your mind, and I said no. And I said no. No, and I said no. I didn't. I never, I've never picked Chelsea. I've never picked Chelsea. <laughs> Because you two know, say, am I getting this wrong? Did you I can't remember. Oh, you that. listen, listen back to it. Listen back to it. Listen back to it. Yeah, remember, back to I, it. I picked, I, know, I, picked yeah. I picked City at the start, and yeah, then you yeah, lot, yeah. you lot, you lot said you're gonna go with Chelsea, and you said, Ham, do you want to change your mind with us? And no, no I, picked, said, I picked City at the start too, but then I said, I'm only picking City if they win. I mean, if they get striker, if they get Kane, because I, I was expecting them to get Kane, but then when, once they didn't get Kane or they didn't get striker, I went with them. But yeah, no, no, that's fine. So yeah, so, you changed it to no, I, I still think, and I just think that performance there was, it was just the way they done it because Chelsea is no joke, isn't it? Like everyone's been looking at Chelsea, and a lot of people tipped Chelsea to win it. So I thought it was the way they won as well. It wasn't just the fact that they won; it was the way they won. A brilliant, brilliant performance from them. Yeah, man, it's good, man. Hopefully, we'll see what that. And um, they've got PSG this week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the scary thing is about City, they can put that performance together and make it go for 15, 20 games. There's no reason why they drop their level because all their players are so all their players are so good. So there's Pep Pep can bottle that performance up against Chelsea and literally run it out against PSG. And I think they've got another hard game after that in the league. Yeah. I think I think they've got another top four side next yeah, weekend as yeah, well. Yeah, they've got Liverpool. Yeah, game. Liverpool. And they could easily run out and give Liverpool a run for their money and put in a hell of a performance. I thought Jack Grealish was quality, but Nardo Silva was my, my man of the match. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. Yeah. Bernardo Silva was my manager, but Cancelo was amazing. Yeah, and so it's, it's, it's 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 an interesting one, right? Because I always said, I think when Liverpool won the title, I said next season I expect Man City to win. 
And the reason I said that was I still think City are the best footballing team in the country. I don't think that changes. But I think what Chelsea had put together, what Chelsea are showing us that they're putting together is a machine, right? So that makes Man City's win even better. If Chelsea had won, I think in terms of confidence, momentum, mm. it, it, it might have been difficult to stop them. So I think that that win for Man City is probably the best thing for everyone, absolutely everyone in the league. <laughs> yeah. And what about Liverpool? Are you sleeping on Liverpool? No. Definitely, not, definitely not sleeping on them. They just drew yeah. Brentford 3 3. Yeah, they're going to be there. They're going to, yeah, but I don't think they're winning. I think they're still Liverpool. They're still the only, because um, at the beginning of the season, we obviously said that um, we wouldn't be surprised if any of the top four wins the league. But I'll change that now. I think it's definitely between that three Liverpool, um, Chelsea, and, um, and City. I don't think we're in there because. It's, I just think it's the managers that is going to make the difference. Everyone's got a super team. And it's, it's decisions that the manager is going to make that will win the league for them. So I, I honestly think it's going to be between those three. Yeah, I never saw us winning the end. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think we're, we're anywhere near that. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, what are we saying about, before we jump off, though, what are we saying about Lukaku, though? He's played against Tottenham away. He's played against Liverpool away. He's played at home against City. He's drew a blank in all three games. Is that, yeah, because I haven't had this conversation in my bridging, but I'm sure me and him will talk about it tomorrow. Is that why when people talk about the top, top strikers, there's not that much respect on his name? Because he can do it against the little ones. But like I said, Liverpool away, Tottenham away, City at home. They bought him for almost 100 million. Yeah, and I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be. Um, I think he can still do it because his performance was still good. But obviously, the, the issue bought, is you don't score bought, a goal, they, and yeah, they bought, they bought him to score goals, isn't it? Yeah, I get that. But like, for example, the Liverpool one, that was like they went out to ten men. You should just look at the games individually against Spurs. He ran, he ran them ragged. The defenders ragged against Spurs. He's put, the only thing he needed was to score a goal, but his team still won. So I don't like I won't take anything away from him. Eventually, hopefully, he does get that goal. But I don't think um, if his team are losing and he's not performing well, then that's totally different. But his performance is at high standing in all those games. Even yesterday against City, um, there's so many like little runs that he was making. Some of the passes weren't on time, and I think too short should he should have maybe played. Um, one of the attacking players at the beginning, man, because he played Kante, Cop, um, what's his name, Kovacic. Cop, yeah, and, Cover and Georgina. And Georgina. I think he played it too safe at the start, man. But I, I've, I've liked to look up his performance. But yeah, I do hear what you're saying. Like, the boot, you just score goals. In terms of like, the other games, you have, like, he scored what, three so far, right? <laughs> three and four. That's, he, he started well. <laughs> I can't lie to you. I think he started well, but I think it's hard to just scrutinise the fact that he hasn't scored the goals against the top teams. If anything, he scored one against Arsenal. So, and yeah, but when when our when our top team though, <laughs> then, then Spurs is not top team though. Spurs are finished so, above us like five six yeah. years. <laughs> so yeah, so if you say Spurs, you're not top team. The Spurs are not top team. So we're just focused on Liverpool and City, and his performance has been great in those two those two games. Like it's like. And because of him, like he's opened up 
he's opened up like um the defense for like for like the runners like the, the likes on Mount and Averts. Um, yeah, so I think it's played really well. Like, and if the only thing he's lacking now is just the goal. So hopefully he gets that soon. You're a striker. You're a striker, Ade. Though, what are you saying, bro? Like, because if I'm Tuchel and I'm Chelsea and I'm Abramovich, boy, I, I bought you here for the tight games. You know, that's why I paid yeah. 100 million for you. I bought, I, 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 I bought you to score against these lot, not against Norwich and that. Yeah, I don't, at the moment, I'm not going to knock him on that. So at the moment, I'm not going to knock him on that. Um, sometimes it's unfortunate, right? There are going to be games where uh, against the big teams, but you don't get the goals, and you play worse against the like the mm. smaller teams. And you do get the goals. It just happens, right? So at this moment, I'm not going to knock him. But one controversial thing I'm going to say is, I don't. I like. Obviously, there's all this talk about how much he improved at Inter. So you haven't seen it. I'm not going to lie. That's why I kept quiet when everyone was saying it. I kept quiet because I was just like, I don't know what kind of levels. <laughs> nah, nah, he's definitely he's definitely improved, man. Definitely, definitely I see improved. a bit, but I don't you know see that. a significant amount. Like even yeah, when yeah. he's passing it onto the runners, so many of his balls are just so short, and I'm just like, are they forcing you to do this? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of incomplete passes he has, I'm just like, because mm, obviously when he came, he was like, no, my game is a bit more complete now. But I'm just like. You're just giving a lot of incomplete balls now. Don't let them use that to, because you know when someone, you know what we we we. Ch- so once you say that to somebody, their whole brain, that's what fills their brain is that this is what they are now, right? And when you concentrate on that too much, when you actually should just concentrate on what you were doing in the first place, it hinders you sometimes. Because mm-hmm. there are a couple of chances where Lukaku could have just literally driven past the defenders. Like, literally, just put your head down and run past the defenders like a bulldozer. But now he's trying to do in, in, intricate passes, like, bruh. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm not going to knock him for the goals yet, but... Yeah, I'll yeah. give him a bit of time. Him thinking he's David Silver? I'm, I'm also not enjoying that. <laughs> yeah, I'll just give him a bit of time because his performance level has been good. It's just, like, the goal. And, yeah, just, just give him a bit more time in it. I know he's definitely waiting for us. I bet the idiot scores and score like two against us, man. <laughs> you have to wait and see. Um, yeah, is there anything else we missed out on this week? Ishmael Sar scored again, my brother. Yeah, yeah, lovely goal. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that. Oh, Adi, I was gonna phone you last night. Yeah, so it was... <laughs> me, me, me and my dad, me and my dad were watching match of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, me and him was watching match of the day, innit? So obviously it was Newcastle Watford game, innit? Obviously he smells Sar scored in that game, yeah. Yeah. So what so we're watching the highlights, yeah. Uh, the St. Maximum goes on a run or something, and then Joe Linton is not in the right place or something. And my dad goes, I don't like this number seven. Why this number seven is so rubbish? <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, oh Joe Linton. Yeah, yeah, he's just so rubbish. Every time I watch him, he's just rubbish. I was just like, I was just like, yeah, that's Ade's boy. That's Ade's boy. <laughs> no, the guy is horrible. It's horrible. Uh, <laughs> and the guy came for big money. Yeah, big bro. money. What, 40 million or so? 35, 40 million? Bro, he big came money. for big money. So it just shows you, boys, you can you can steal a living if you want. So all those kids that are out there that are wanting to make it big and don't have the ability, you can still do it. You can still do it. 
the level's too high for him, man. And then, and then one last thing, Mikel Antonio, keep going, man. Keep going. I just hate, I like, I love Jamie Vardy. Don't get me wrong, I love Jamie Vardy. And I, I've said this before on the podcast, and I'm going to say it again. His journey is dope. But Mikel Antonio's journey is just as dope. It's just yeah. as dope, people. Whether, whether you choose to believe it or not, Mikel Antonio's level is just as dope from non-league football to everything to what he's doing now. I think my man's top goal scorer in the league now. Obviously, it's only six games in. But he's goal again yesterday. He's goal again in the last minute against Leeds to give West Ham the three points. It's yeah. lovely. I've got big lovely. love. Big love. So, yeah, yeah, I love, love, love Mikel Antonio. I seen him in a barbershop the other day and I said the same thing to him. Love, love, love him. Yeah. Like, love his journey. Like, love his journey. I've, I've seen Mikel Antonio play right back at the at the London Stadium. 100%. I, was telling, I, t- I, said, I told him the first time I saw you play, you was playing right back in a Europa League qualifier. And now man's top goal scorer as a number nine for West Ham. So I just thought I'd touch on that because I saw him the other day at the barbershop. So I had to pick him up on the pond. Cool. All right. Uh, thanks for you for listening. Um, please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, um, Twitter, all the good stuff. And that's it. Anything else? No, I guess not. United, United have lost three out of four. Don't let that go over your heads. And we have won three on the bounce. Hmm? League, league winners,